I want to speak quickly about what Pastor Toby said we should speak about earlier today concerning finances. Yeah. And COD, I hope I won't bore you with this. But let's just hear again what the Holy Spirit began to say to us. Why am I starting like this? And why is my focus like this? In this fasting, it's very easy for it to become a hunger strike. Yeah. And miss out the whole essence of the fast. Uh, I said to myself, beginning this fast, I'm not going to waste time. I'm not going to allow there to be me struggling, not eating for seven days or however long. I'm not going to allow that to be in vain. Are you hearing me, guys? Yes, so I think I can be daring enough. I think that Spat Nation as a whole, we can be daring enough to say, God, okay, we're going to give you this week. Now, if this week involves us sleeping at late hours and waking up at early hours just to keep that focus on God. So you see me, I've deleted apps. I'm not on any social media for this week. I don't leave my house for this week. I don't um, banter. Not saying anything's wrong with banter. I've just made personal decisions. I just want to make sure that this week goes down as something that God accepts. I don't banter about food. It's not happening. I'm not going to do it. Because the flesh, Pastor Toby told us last night, about um, yesterday, sorry, about the fight between your hunger and your appetite. Mm. So I'm not going to give another conversation. I'm not going to allow another conversation of appetite. But again, that's not even where I'm going. I want to speak to you quickly. Um, well, I spoke to the COD family tonight. Um, and for me, even before coming on, I was looking at all the fellowships, all the houses, all the families. And you guys do know, we, we all agree that this is not normal, that young people our age, yeah, in our community, in this age, so not age in terms of how old you are, but in this age, this generation, seven days praying to God, seven days crying out to God. It's not normal. Are you guys hearing me? So it's definitely something an indication that god has a peculiar plan for you and i there's something there's a reason why he has raised pulse there's a reason why he's raised power base mm -hmm. elite connect and the cod family there's a reason now what we are doing in this fast is aligning all focus the book of romans will begin to say that we should begin to focus fix your attention to god that's the reason why i started the way i started Fix all your attention to God so that your mind can be renewed, so that you'll be able to discern, you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. So unless people are focused on God, listen to me, it is impossible for you to rightly discern what God is saying for you. So when we come to the position we're in as back nation, when we begin to say that we're going to give one week out of our lives to God. It's like traveling in the wilderness and you know, sometimes the pillar of fire or the pillar, whatever, will stop and you cannot advance until that pillar gets up and advance, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like God has taken us for us to know the next direction yeah. for SPAC Nation, for our families, because each family brings an, uh, a form of support to SPAC Nation, right? Yeah. We're going to, we're here trying to discover what God is saying. So I beg you, I know that, man, why I speak like this, I'm only speaking, here I'm speaking under authority. Do you understand? Under authority of Pastor Toby, under authority of leadership. Yeah, I don't, I understand that everyone has their family head. So I'm not trying to speak outside of jurisdiction, but I want you to hear this because I believe that this is beneficial to the house. First thing, if your burden is in the house of the burden, is in the burden of the house, sorry, yeah, there's certain things that God cannot entrust into your hands. Yeah. Let's just get that clear. I started to speak yesterday, not yesterday, I don't have a house. These small inferior things, mm. when we are to bring them to a measurement of what is indicting, what is bothering the heart of the Father, if we are still crying, these minimal cries, then God cannot entrust, cannot entrust us with nation's work. Yeah. 
the discipline, the issues we go through. And I'm hoping you're listening to me now. Guys, speak with me so I know, because I can see bare people joining. So speak with me, please. Yeah, I'm just your friend. Speak, to me. speak with me. Support me, right? Yeah. It, what I want you to understand is that if you look at, uh, and I won't go there quickly. I won't go there. But looking at Gideon, we learn from the life of Gideon, his faith, that if perhaps he allowed his, his issues to still be a self-centered thing, he would have forfeited, yeah? He would have forfeited what God wanted to use him to do in the nations. Why do I say that? I want you to hear this carefully. Mm -hmm. God takes us through the fire. God takes us through discipline. God takes us through hardship. What does the Bible say? Endure hardship as discipline. The nation, we're going through hardship. Why is it hard? Because we're, we're determined to see this journey through. Why is it hard? Because we're not giving up. If you give up, it's not hard, right? Mm. It's easy to give up, but we make it hard for ourselves because we keep advancing through this situation. Mm. It, we say to ourselves, despite those speaking against back nation, we have a word by which we do what we do. Mm. This is not something we're doing because we feel like it. Mm. We have seen the word of God. So I began to tell COD, listen to me, yeah, that you see this work we do in SPAC nation. SPAC nation is a faith of itself. It's a faith of itself. It's a doctrine of itself in agreement to the word of God. So what I've realized is that I'm not going to try, yeah, to make someone that God has not given this faith to understand my faith. I'm not going to waste my time in arguments. That's what the Bible says. I'm still going somewhere. I was going to come off quickly, but I'm, uh, you can come off whenever you're ready, yeah? But I won't do past one o'clock. Definitely not. I still need to get home. But... What I want you guys to understand is that you see this work here. God has given us a peculiar faith. A faith that you have to ask yourself, listen to me. I've always said this and to start off, I need to say this to you again. God is selective on who he gives his word to. The word of SPAC nation, you know, in another church, and I don't fight any church, tithing is good. That's the word. That's the measurement of faith given to them. So we don't fight them. But if you really are a SPAC national, yeah, the measure of faith doesn't understand what typhoon is. Mm. What we understand is the giving of all. Yeah, because like I've been saying to COD, listen, I don't care how young you look. And this is for the whole nation. It doesn't matter how young or inexperienced it seems for us or we look. You must understand that we are mothers and fathers of a new generation. Yes, sir. And if you look at the sacrifice, so on Monday, before I get to where I'm going, on Monday, I began to highlight to COD. I was like, listen, everything that we see that the enemy is using to keep people in poverty, to keep them below their destiny, yeah, whatever we see is actually a perverted truth. Yeah. The enemy don't have the capacity on recreating something new. So whatever we see that the enemy is using to destroy the world is something that he has perverted from God's truth. So one thing I want to show you is that you ask, you look at the older generation, God bless the older generation. I thank God for the old, old, um, older generation. But listen to this, the older generations, when you look at mothers and fathers, the only thing they give their life to are their children. They can go and work free jobs because they're thinking of their own son, their own child, their own daughter. I'm speaking from experience, from my, uh, looking at my household. They give themselves only over to their children. And I looked at that, I observed that, and I saw, I, I understood that this is a perverted truth. Now, why did I highlight this? Because this is the same manner that mothers and fathers in the faith must adopt. Are you guys listening to me? We must get to a position, guys, yeah, that as mothers and fathers of revival, as mothers of, and fathers of a new wave of economical power, yeah, economic power, we must understand that as mothers and fathers, if we're going to give birth to a child and sustain that child called revival, um, um, keep that child, grow that child, is going to take for mothers and fathers to give their life to this work. So I understand very carefully, very clearly what the work of SPAC Nation is for me. 
I am giving my whole life to this work because there's a generation I see from afar. The Bible speaks of Abraham. What does it say of Abraham in Hebrews 11? It says that all these guys, not only them, it says for others, yeah? It says that Abraham, it says that these men died, these people died in faith, not obtaining the promises. Yeah. But greeting it from afar off, do you know what that means? That means, and I was saying this, and my, uh, I hope this is correct for me to say, and I hope you agree with me. Pastor Toby came to this country 14 years ago. Think about this. For those of us that's been in other churches, please think about this. He came to this country with nothing, with slippers, trousers, and a shirt, and probably 50 pounds to his pocket. He did not know a single person. And all of a sudden, 14 years of consistency, 14 years of total sacrifice, 14 years of not a half-hearted thing, a seriousness, a devotion to what God is saying, a devotion to bringing forth what you have conceived, the word that God has put in your heart. Pastor Toby has been diligent. Now, listen to me. Let's be real now. At this time, when Sky News is looking for SPAC Nation, when BBC is looking for SPAC Nation, when the um, number 10 is asking for the, the, the advice of SPAC Nation, mm. isn't this the time that a normal person will make a throne around their, their popularity? Yeah. Yeah. I'm only seeing COD respond to me, but that's fine. Let's go at it. Isn't this the time that they will give themselves totally? Listen to me. This is when they will say, okay, let me decorate my throne. Let me make myself look more special. Yeah. But Pastor Toby has got to a place as a father of a work, not as a church celebrity. And I feel like this is what people have been trying to do. Generations have tried to adopt a celebrity mindset in the house of God. Yeah. Pastor Toby as a father understands that you push sons and daughters. Yeah. So as Abraham was a man of faith, a father of faith, what does the Bible speak of Abraham and those alike him? The Bible says that Abraham saw along with Rahab, along with all of these people, they died in the faith. Yes. Yeah, they were not entitled. They did not have a sense of entitlement. They died in the faith, but they died greeting. The Bible says they died in the faith and they were greeting their promises from afar off. Mm. They themselves did not obtain it. So how do we relate this to Pastor Toby? At this time when Pastor Toby should make a throne out of what is going on. Mm. No, he says, no, this is not a promise for me, but this is for a promise from afar off yeah. for the generations coming out of me. Yeah. What? He began to do, yeah, in, for 14 years in this city. Wasn't for him like he's been telling us. It's for us. And the generations will come after us. So I understand that as a father, my life is no longer my life. I dedicate the whole thing. This is still not where I'm going, but I need you to hear this. Why do we fast the way we fast? Why am I not going to allow my flesh to make me Go back into irrelevant conversations. Can we not switch ourselves off from the world for even just a week? Can we not do that so that we can be aligned with what God is calling us to do? Can we not do that? Or is a week too long? Is food going to be the reason why God can't trust me with a nation? Can I say that I cannot starve for a week? Guys, come on. What I said it, let me be honest with you. I said it. When you look at the iPhone 4, then you look at the iPhone 5. The iPhone 4 has been here longer than the iPhone 5. But each generation is meant to advance. So if Pastor Toby is getting ready to the next level of work, I say this with all humility. We together, Post with COD, with Kinect, with Powerbase, with Elite, we're meant to join forces ever so tightly and do a work that's even better, more advanced. Yeah. We're meant to be doing that. So I already know that my flesh don't have the capacity to carry out such a mandate. I spoke to COD the other day that when we look at the communion, and again, I'll get to where I'm going tonight. But when we look at the things of communion, what was the communion? Was that a religious practice whereby we eat bread? And, you know, some people take Ribena with a whole um, agege bread. Do you understand? <laughs> like, what is that communion? Because we, we close our eyes and pray. No. What is communion? Communion is the passing over of a baton. Mm. Paul will say to me, will say to Timothy, um, join me yes, in my suffering. Yes, the Bible lets us know if 
my head is anointed with oil, I know that I'm going to receive a cup of suffering in relation to that. So whenever we are in communion, again, before I get to where I'm going, whenever we're in the communion, I can't remember the last time we've done the physical communion in terms of bread and wine. That's not what God was saying. The Bible says that whenever you partake in the communion, you proclaim the Lord's death. That's the message. So what happens here is that when Pastor Toby would start the year 2019 as audacious audacity and begin to tell us about the last 14 years, not of exploits, but rather of suffering, what he's trying to do is pass over the suffering because if you cannot carry the suffering, you cannot carry the exploits. So I've said to myself, no, what I am doing currently is not enough to carry this work. I don't know how much you believe in this work, guys. I don't know. I've, I, I came here to meet people like Pastor Oni, Pastor Obi, Pastor Sam. People that bled for us to see today. Now, unless we gear up and unless the first gens, the second gens, the third gens all understand how serious this work is, irrespective of age. Guys, listen to me. Irrespective of age. Unless we take up this suffering, we cannot carry this exploits. Unless there's those scars upon you. So, again, these are the reasons. This is my mindset. This is my mindset. So, again, I've told it. It's not, I'm not going to look at Pastor Enrique. I'm not going to look at Pastor Ashley as a reason why I should pray. Yeah. I pray because God started a conversation with me first. Yes. He has put something in my heart. Yeah. And it's going to take for Nyeka to respond to it. It's going to take for me to respond to it. If I miss it, it goes to another generation. God does not see the face of any individual. He looks at the heart. If your heart becomes de um, um, deformed, yeah, because of society, because of your own endeavors, because of your own entitlement, if your heart ever looks less than what God's heart is, mm. God does not see your face. Someone else will just develop that same heart. Mm. I said it the other day that you, if you look at the man called David, are you sure you're ready for a word tonight, guys? If you look at the man called David, David was a man that God saw his heart before he saw his ability. Mm. Mm. God destined, God determined that David will become a king. Yeah. Now, it's not that David was acting as a king, yeah? It wasn't like David was acting as a king for God to say, I'm going to make you a king. No, God saw his heart. And because of the state of his heart, God can make him into a king. So we don't need to look the richest yet. We don't need to look like we are taking nations yet, though we are. But all we need is the heart and God can make us in the moment. So I need us to understand the seriousness because I understand I don't want to be having too many fastings and just being hopeful of things. My mind is geared. My mind is focused. No one is derailing, derailing me for this week. After that, we can banter. We can talk about food. We can do all of that. That Pastor Toby has been saying to us, how much food is there in the world anyway? So we started to look at, you know, the person I call... Um, um, Jesus Christ's grandfather. And this is where I say that now the Bible begins to say to us, Paul will say things like, oh, I do not want you to be ignorant of the spiritual. We're talking about finances tonight. Mm. So I hope mobilizers are on though. I hope mobilizers are on. The Bible speaks to us, yeah? And Paul now says, he introduces 1 Corinthians 12. He says, now, I do not want you to be ignorant of the spiritual. Yeah. In the original text, it doesn't say spiritual gifts. Gifts was just put next to spiritual so that we can understand, really. The Bible lets us know, listen to me, the Bible lets us know, Paul began to say, I do not want you to be ignorant of the spiritual. Why do I mention this to us tonight? God has a perspective on how he views things. And men's perspective on things are different. So someone that is prospering physically, you know, they're prospering physically. They look like they are the thing. Yeah. But you do know in God's eyes, your soul is meant to prosper before your flesh. Yeah. So there are people that are dressed in prosperity, prosperity, whatever we want to call it, but their soul is dark, is disformed, it is unacceptable before God. In this fast, what's one of my prayers? Lord, shed light. Pastor Enrique led us in this prayer earlier on today. Lord, shed light on our eyes. Let us have ability to see. Because I don't, I don't want to name something, something when it's not that thing. 
I don't want to look the part. Like I've been saying, I want to be it. So when we look into scripture, listen to me, guys. When we look into scripture, Paul begins to say to us, I do not want you to be ignorant of the, of the spiritual. So I saw, and this is where we started our conversation tonight, and this is where we'll start it here tonight. We see that the way God views things is different from mankind. Mm. First example, according to man's perspective, perspective, yeah, the father of Jesus Christ is Joseph. Yeah. Yes or no? Are you here with me? I need you guys to respond to me. Okay, it's a bit delayed, so I won't do that. The father of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. I'm not speaking anything that's not out of the word. The father of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, according to scripture, yeah, is Joseph. But the problem with that is that that's man's perspective. The father of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, according to God, because when we look into this word, guys, this is God's perspective on things. So the father of Jesus Christ is actually David. And the father of David is not Jesse, it's actually Abraham. Can I show you a scripture for that quickly, guys? Yeah, Let's go Matthew 1. Let me just read that quickly to you. Yeah, again, whenever you're tired, I understand it's night time. But I'm just telling you what COD do. We, we, we keep at it. Let me just be honest with you. Genesis 1, mm-hmm. I mean, Matthew 1, the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Verse 1, this is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. This is God's perspective. Let me repeat that. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David. Jesus is the son of David. And who is David the son of? Abraham. Mm-hmm. Why is this? God is so particular about finding a man in a world that is consumed with many wicked people. And wicked is not necessarily uh, um, you kill people. No, wicked is a person that does not seek God. The book of Psalms says that the people that are wicked are those that do not seek God. They have no need for God. You know, I've been given, I've given 30K before, so I'm strong in myself. My strength is in myself rather than in God. The Bible says to us, so in God's eyes, God has disregarded every other man Mm. and he has considered the father of Jesus Christ Mm. as David. But the father of David as Abraham. So let's begin to narrow, let's focus on the life of Abraham because he is one of the people that when God wants to give us a template of faith, God will consider Abraham. Mm. Amongst all the men that has lived in this world, God will look at Abraham. And use him as a template for faith. In other words, Pastor Obi, if you're ever going to be measured in faith, if you're going to have to look in scripture as a mirror for a measurement of faith, it's not going to be your own mind. No, look to your father. Look to um, Abraham. Look to this guy. I began to say that if you look in Genesis 12, the Bible starts, God starts a conversation with Abraham. Saying to him, uh, I'm going to run through scriptures before we get to finance now, yeah? The Bible says, the Lord had said to Abraham, in Genesis 12, the Lord had said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Please remember these things as we go, because if you don't get these things now, you're not going to get where I get to the end. Yeah. Look at this. First of all, please understand. And this is what we discovered tonight. The fall of Adam was greater than what we actually thought initially. We thought that this guy just ate a fruit and God cursed him. But God was also merciful. No, Adam was meant to be a prototype of what God was trying to do here on earth. So we're going to see that if you notice, going back to Matthew 1, we won't go there. But if you read what I read in Matthew 1, God did not even draw a relation between the second Adam and the first Adam. That's how bad the first Adam felt. No, did you hear me? God did not see it. You know, we call Jesus Christ the last Adam or the second Adam. But God, in his perspective, did not even attach the lineage of Christ to Adam. That's how far 
Adam fell. Can I tell you who the first Adam is in God's perspective? Abraham. Oh, are you following me guys tonight? I need you guys to get somewhere with me. God saw Adam lost something. And what is it that he lost? You know, a lot of us will make it seem that he lost this, he lost that. You know, we have made the glory look like it's some cloudy and spooky thing. Mm. But Pastor Toby told us previously what the glory is when we look into the life of Solomon. Mm. What, Abra what Adam lost when he sinned, Pastor Toby began to speak to us tonight about obedience. Disobedience is what brings poverty. Adam allowed that small disobedience to make him lose the clothing of the glory. Why would God set up Adam in the Garden of Eden while creating men and men existed outside of Eden? Remember when Pastor Toby taught us this. Adam and Eve weren't the only human beings exi existing at the time. There were people outside of the gardens. So my understanding is, yeah, that the Garden of Eden was somewhere that Adam was meant to leave eventually. Yeah. It's just that he's supposed to leave there being sent, yeah. not being driven out. That's two different things. Mm -hmm. He should have learned everything he needed to learn because God ultimately is looking for a shepherd nation. Yes, sir. We are that shepherd nation. That's why I can't begin to argue with sheep. Because at the beginning, shepherds and sheep can't understand each other. It will take time before they begin to understand the voice of the shepherd. We are the shepherd nation, Spat Nation. So what we then discover is that Adam was always meant to leave. Yeah, He was always because why? Please, please, is God so great? That all he wanted to do with Adam is make him reign over animals. Of course not. So when God gave him the mandate and said, go and subdue, go and multiply, have dominion. No, God was training him for when he goes outside of the garden. Spack nation. What is spack nation? God is training us how to be leaders. So when we go out into the world as shepherds, we can subdue, we can have dominion. I'll take you to Isaiah in a moment. The Bible lets us know this. So Adam missed something and Adam didn't even understand the cost of what he lost. He didn't know how severe his loss at that time is mm. because he took up something that looked like it. Mm. He took up fig leaves because it looked like it. But he didn't know it's not the same. Yeah. I said to COD tonight, please, when I, I, I was watching a funny Instagram video like last week, I saw a guy, yeah, he was sitting on a bench in a garden or in a park and he had food in his hands and all of a sudden squirrels started running up his legs yeah for him to to eat the food i want you to keep that concept in your head i've lived in my mom's council flat where i've grown up in my life yeah opposite yeah is a huge how can I say it? Just a lot of trees. Yeah. All my life, there's hundreds of squirrels around that area. Yeah. And all my life, I've not had a squirrel run up my leg. Mm. I'm going somewhere. I know it sounds weird, yeah? But listen to me. I've not had a squirrel run up my leg. Why? What differed? What was the difference between me and that guy that had squirrels running up their legs? Mm. This one thing. That guy had something that the squirrel desired. He had food. Oh, I wish you know where I'm going with this. He had food. So, you know when the Bible says that God brought all the animals to Adam to see what he named and um, what he will name them? Please, the Bible has a way of keeping you out of a secret conversation if you're not invited into that secret conversation. I now know that Abraham wasn't like a jungle book character. He wasn't like George of the jungle. He was a simple man like you and I. But God gave him something that animals can begin to come to him yeah. yeah now why am i saying that also god is not talking to us about animals if animals were so much of a concern to god then people will not be killing animals to eat yeah. animals were to represent nations mm -hmm. yeah. remember when god was speaking or when christ was speaking of the samaritan woman or whatever uh, not, maybe not the samaritan woman whatever woman the woman was asking her please this is that whatever whatever huh the crumbs the crumbs of the table and she referred to herself as an animal a dog yeah can i remind you that god from the beginning has always shown us yeah mm -hmm. that there's a chosen nation 
that is supposed to be superior to all other nations. One nation will swallow it all. Yes, sir. In the last days, mm -hmm. the mountain of the Lord's temple will be the highest. It will be above all things. Look at what the Bible then says. Oh God, the Bible then says that all nations will not just go there. No, the Bible describes it as all nations will stream to yeah. that nation. Yeah. A kingdom will swallow all kingdoms. A nation will swallow all nations. Yeah. But look at the description. The Bible says, I'm still going somewhere. I hope you've got endurance with me tonight. The Bible says that this, all the nations will stream. Another translation say it will river to that nation. Remember that the Bible says that God leads the heart of kings yeah. like rivers. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, I know that the tens of thousands that will become SPAC nationals mm -hmm. is not going to be our labor. Yeah. It's going to be divine. It's going to be supernatural. Yeah. It is God that directs men to people. So what is the issue? Like Pastor Toby has always been saying to us, the issue is not the people. The world is not in drought of people. Yeah. The, our community is not in drought of people. We may be struggling around 100 and 150, 200 people in our community units, but Creighton is not in drought of people. Yeah. Southwark is not in drought of people, of young people. What's the issue? God is concentrating on, he intended to concentrate on Adam, but Adam gave away his glory. So now Mammon is dressed with what Adam should have been dressed with. Yeah. What God is doing, he's concentrating on leaders. He's concentrating on leaders because he needs to be able to trust his people to somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's the issue, guys. Yeah. <laughs> This is the reason why we pray. This is the reason why we fast because I understand that there's an agenda in our generation, in our future. And mind you, listen, Spat Nation, should we not rise to this call, our church tomorrow will be failure. Mm. The gospel will dry out. The gospel will have no influence, will have no voice if we do not take these things seriously. What does the Bible say? So God started a journey with Abraham. Abraham. Uh, uh, leave your father's household and go to the land, leave your country. And just to skip quickly, because I need to show you something in 17 and that's where we start. Uh, how can we start at this late? Okay, cool. The Bible now says, so Abraham, yeah, God started, God came to Abraham. The Lord had said to Abraham, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. Get Hebrews 11 quickly, yeah. You know the verse I'm looking for, 13, I believe. The Bible now says that God told Abraham to leave his country. Now, I don't believe that's a geographical location. Yeah? But for those that's heard when I've spoken on God's baptism, yeah? Um, um, the fire baptism. Mm. You would understand, yeah, that it, it is possible for you to leave Egypt, but to be pregnant of Egypt. Yeah. Remember, I told you that every Adamic man has an Eve inside of him. So an Adamic man has a womb. So if I've intercoursed with the world, I could have left a physical location. So uh, I'll use PK again as an example. He's my best example. PK could have been in Beckton, yeah? But he, uh, in Beckton, he had intercourse with that community he had intercourse with the gang life yes. so it is possible yeah by the water baptism that god can bring separation it is possible in um that he can leave the physical location of beckton but here's the issue now i'm not saying this is the case with him but here's the issue now we have to be careful that we are not carriers of beckton mm. or brixton mm. into the new world yeah because that's what no one messed up he saw the old world god preserved him but sin was still found in his household. Yeah. Why? He was pregnant of it. Mm. So God has to take us through certain things. Are you sure you're ready for me? Mm. So the Bible says, so why I say that I don't believe is a geographical location? Because your country is your place, is yeah. your influence, is, is your mindset. You understand? It's your lifestyle. God says, live that life. So in other words, God says, if you look at Hebrews, is it there quickly? Yeah. I know I'm running through scriptures, but hey, let's go. Yeah. Hebrews. Okay, from verse 13. Yeah. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. Yeah. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, yeah. admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things... Another translation says admitting that they're immigrants. Mm. You know what immigrant does? You know, like, like, like my mom was an immigrant, mm. yeah? Mm. She 
originally was from Nigeria. For one reason or another, usually negative, she's decided to leave Nigeria and go to London. Now, here's the issue. She becomes an immigrant. She does not acquaint herself with Nigeria any longer, but yet she has not received establishment in London. So she's a free spirit, so to speak, an immigrant. Keep that in mind. Carry on. People, people who say such things yeah. show that they are looking for a country of their own. Yeah. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, yeah. they would have had the opportunity to return. Listen to what the Bible says. Now, if these people of faith mm. had even kept in mind yeah. that country, yeah. their former country, then they would have had opportunity to return. To return. Mm. You know, when people get angry and they say, oh, you know, if I was still on the road, I would have done this. No, they still consider. The problem is, is that if that mind, if that former country is still in your mind, Mm. you could be advancing today, but eventually you turn back. These people of faith did not even consider where they were coming from. Mm. No, if I'm to go further because of time quickly, Abraham or Abraham did not consider. So let, let me help you with this. I want you to have the same mind as me. Mm. God was not talking about a physical location here. The country that Abraham left was Abraham. And the nation that God, the country, the the land that God wanted to take Abraham to was Abraham. Yeah? Yeah? So that's why I said he was an immigrant. He can no longer keep himself, he, he could not acquaint himself with Nigeria again, he could not acquaint himself with Abraham, yet he had not yet been established in Abraham yet. Have that in mind. So, what does the Bible say? Because we're going to finances. Why can we not allow our giving fight, our fight in giving? Why can we not allow it to die? Because once you allow it to die, you take up the position of Adam. Remember that God's perspective on the first Adam is not to relate him with Christ at all. Not to relate him with Christ at all. Mm. So the issue with Abraham was that many of us, we came from a world. We came as Abraham, a man that had not yet obtained God's promises. But the Bible lets us know, the Bible passes five chapters from Genesis 12 to Genesis 17. And in Genesis 17, the Lord appeared. The Bible starts off by saying that the Lord, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared and said, I am God Almighty, walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Now, keep this in mind. Abraham was called at the age of 75. At 99... Listen, at 75, God told Abraham to leave his father's household. So God set him on a journey. At 99, God says to him, walk before me faithfully. Hey, he's been walking for 24 years. Abraham has already been walking for 24 years. Do you know what that means, guys? You know, our flesh starts to walk first. But when God sees you're committed despite your downfalls, listen to me, guys. Why do we fast? Why do we pray? God looks past our fight. So, Abraham, in the midst of Genesis 12 to Genesis 17, look at everything that happened. Abraham had an a, a unquenchable first desire for a son. Yeah. So, because he was looking for a son so much, he took up Lot because Lot looked like a son. How? Lot was the son of his brother yeah. that had died. In that culture, you take that person as your son. So because Abraham had gone sonless, childless, he saw Lot as his own child. But you see, because Abraham was weak, Abraham is the flesh man. Abraham is like Jacob. Abraham is like Israel. Abraham was a weak man and he did everything with his own strength, yeah, to have a son. But God is saying, Abraham, I didn't call you and Lot. I called you. You know, so let me tell you something. Why I say don't fight with the world. Listen, simple. If God has not spoken to them about starting a journey, there's nothing you can say to bring them on. If they have not been spoken to like you have been spoken to, they cannot do this journey. So Abraham in his weakness was trying to grab, was trying to draw, was trying to take along with him the image of a son. But you see, the problem is God divinely, because Genesis, Genesis 18, 18 will say that surely Abraham will become a great nation. He will teach, I'll take you there in a moment, but he will teach others his way, um, the Lord's way. Now look at this. Despite that, oh God, 
the Bible lets us know that in the midst between Genesis 2 and Genesis 17, five chapters in God's eyes over Abraham's life passed. Yeah. What am I trying to say? When grace was fulfilled, then Abraham will become Abraham. In Genesis 17, God says to him what? Genesis 17 verse 3. It says, Abraham fell face down and God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. Mm. No longer will you be called Abraham. Mm. Your name will be Abraham. Yeah. For I have made you a father of many nations. Mm. We're going to come back there. Keep that in mind. So what does the Bible say now? Hey, Abraham. Abraham, because he was so determined, mm. he tried his own way to fulfill God's law. Yeah. God's promise. So he tried with Lot. But divinely, we thought that Lot was a stubborn guy. No, God controls everyone's heart. God was always trying to separate Lot from Abraham. Yeah. I don't think the issue was Lot. I think the issue was Abraham. Yeah. Because Lot wanted to go. God was directing his heart to go. Oh, yeah. And every time that God was trying to direct Lot's heart to go, Abraham would go looking for him. Because Abraham had an unquenchable thirst for a son. He could not trust God totally. He could not see God create something out of nothing. So what did God do? God tried. He, you know, a lot became stubborn and went a separate way. Then war came and Lot was plundered. Then Abraham ra uh, um, raised up yeah. and took his, um, a bunch of soldiers to go and get Lot back. Yeah. God was looking at Abraham. No, you don't get what I'm doing. As far as Lot is in your life, yeah. Isaac can never come because you already have an image of a son. Mm. Eventually, God separated Lot. There was an argument to, um, between their herds. Yeah. And eventually, they had to go separate ways. Mm. God had fulfilled his work with Lot. But crafty man, Abraham, then took up who? Hagar as a maidservant and gave birth to a son according to the flesh of Abraham. Of Abraham. Yeah. So, Ishmael has now come. God is thinking, oh my God, this guy has raised a persecutor against the promise. Oh my God. God has raised. But if you look at that journey of grace, what is the journey of grace? My prayer life. God started a conversation with me. So now I'm in conversation with him. The Bible says that we should not come to God with many words. In other words, my prayer should start with him starting the conversation. So why do I pray? Pastor Toby spoke a word. God started a conversation with me. Now I'm only just responding. So here's the issue now, guys. So God is now having to find a way to deal with Ishmael. So what God does is that he arouses the, the jealousy of Sarah when she gives birth to Isaac. Mm. And she, being an image of the helper, the Holy Spirit, mm. says, tell Ishmael and his mom, Hagar, to leave the house. Yeah. Because God is always looking for one oh, man. Man, man. And in that house, that will take over this world. Mm. Should I tell you why? Because it's a family affair. The issues that are going on in the world is a family affair. Yeah. The Bible lets us know eventually the Midianites um, rised up against Gideon. Midian was a son of Abraham. Mm. The, the Islam faith, nothing wrong with it. We agree with it. But Ishmael, who was persecuting Isaac, yeah, it was a household issue. Do you remember when Christ said that your enemy will be of your own household he will not be a stranger in other words you almost cannot escape them so now i get why god will say to david oh that i will put you on the table with your enemies mm. because they are your own household yeah. he was david's enemies before we saw the battle of goliath his three brothers yeah. so what does the bible say to us now so here's the issue so god after f grace is done <laughs> after grace is done god cannot say okay Walk before me now, faithfully, faithfully, we've been doing all the exploits we have been doing with Lot. Despite his falls with um, um, Ishmael, he did not stop advancing his walk. He kept walking. Yeah. I say to God, God, irrespective of my shortcomings now, hey, listen to me, Spanish, irrespective of what we can or cannot do, we cannot stop walking yes. because when grace has finished its work, then God can name you a different name. Yeah. Abraham will now be called Abraham. So this is where the journey starts. This is where the word starts. Are you still ready, guys? Or should we stop here? Yeah. Should we stop here? This is where the journey starts. So the Bible says to us, Isaiah, let's look at Isaiah quickly. I love the word of God. I wish Adam knew what he lost. I wish Adam 
Adam, did you know what you lost? Do you know what Satan was looking for from you? Satan was not looking for your relationship with God. Mm. <laughs> he was looking for your money. He was looking for the glory. Mm. Yeah. yeah? Isaiah 2, powerful scripture. Let's go there quickly. I'll read that quickly. I don't know what time. Isaiah 2, the mountain of the Lord. Oh God. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, set saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Mm. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple, the body, yeah, will be established mm. as the highest of the mountains. Mm. It will be exalted above the hills mm. and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples, listen to what, you know, there's a difference between people and peoples, mm. yeah? People can be like, there's the Nigerian people, they're all the same, yeah. but there's, a, there's more than one person, yeah. but they're all the same. Yeah. Peoples can be different types of people. Diverse. So in other words, can we just change that to nations then? Yes, yeah, nations. So many nations will come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord. The mountain of the Lord is not a landmark, it's a person. Yeah. I'll show you. To the temple of the God of Jacob. This temple is our body. Now it says, he will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. Listen, till this day, please tell me one of you guys, and don't be spooky, you know. Guys, which one of you, yeah, has had God appear to you and teach you anything? Actually. <laughs> Who amongst you has been in your room and God has appeared to you and taught you anything? Should I tell you why? I believe that some of the people that translated the Bible got it wrong. The same way that some of the translation says that Satan was telling Christ to bow before him. Yeah. Pastor Toby said, no, even Satan knows that he can never tell Christ that. Yeah. Nobody has had God appear to them yeah. and teach them anything. Yeah. Do you know how you see God? Through a man. Yeah. So when the Bible says he will teach us his way, what we formerly thought was that God would teach us his way. No, a man would teach us his way. But who is this man? The Bible speaks of him. Genesis 18, 18. Abraham is that man. The Bible says in 18, Genesis 18, 18. Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation. Not a nation's nation, yeah? Because I told you that a nation will swallow all nations. Through your seed, Abraham, all the nations of the world will be blessed. Yeah. What is God trying to do? He's trying to restore us back to our Adamic state, yeah. the proper one. Yeah. In other words, everything. So again, I'll come back. Remember what I said to you about Adam and the animals. Yeah. They were meant to be subject to him. There will be something that Adam has that makes animals attract to him. Yeah. They, he has to have the ability to feed them. So the Bible says, 18, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. So the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. Can I explain that to you guys quickly based on Isaiah 2? The Bible says that all nations will stream Will river, will river to that nation. Mm. And why would they, what would they begin to say? They'll say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, a man, Abraham, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways. So why was God so determined with Abraham? Why is God determined with you and I? Because we are Abrahams to our generation. You ask yourself, you have a family of four, five, six, maybe, and you are the hand-picked one to be in Spac Nation. You ask yourself why they saw you in the world and they did everything for you to know a better life or know God. But once you've come to Spac Nation, they're now fighting you. You are the Abraham yeah. of your generation. So the mountain of the Lord is not a, a landmark. It is you and I. Yeah. Eventually, nations will come to us and come to learn the ways of the Lord. Are you guys listening to me? But why is this key, guys? Why is this key? Why must we not stop fighting? Why can we not fall in the tactics?
um, the category of Adam. Guys, listen to me. Adam, when he sinned, he lost the very thing he was able to use to draw animals to himself. Animals represent different nations. In other words, in Eden, God was giving Adam a trial run before he sends him out. Because everyone that would take a nation must be a son. Remember what I've been saying about son. A son must be proved, must be trialed. So Adam's experience in the Garden of Eden was his trial period. And he failed. God forbid would any of us fail. God forbid that I'll live a life and I'm struggling for a thousand pound seed. I understand that this is my fight. So what God, what is God looking for? You see in, in Spat Nation, if Pastor Toby tells us that we need to raise 100K, it's because the 100K is available. Yeah. What is Pastor Toby trying to develop in us? The same thing that Christ was developing in the apostles, faith. Yeah. The issue with Christ wasn't that they didn't have faith. If you look at what Christ always said, Christ always said, Hey, ye of little faith. In other words, according to this state of this stage of your journey, your faith should have been bigger. Yeah. Your faith should have been bigger. So the issue is Adam lost his purchasing power. Mm. What would draw animals to himself, what would keep every animal not living wild. You see the world, our community, our friends, our common um, age groups, they're living wild lives. Why? Because the Adams, the shepherds don't have purchasing power. So what is God doing to us in the Garden of Eden? He's teaching us how to keep fighting. He's teaching us, why can we not stop giving? Am I speaking out of my own words? Okay, let's carry on. Genesis 17, let's carry on from verse 3. It says, Abraham fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. So you see us, we are the fathers of the nations of the world. I use Beryl as an example today. Minister Beryl, when I first met her, met her she was doing a lot of um secular music and i told her stop you need to grow in the things of god now she's grown in the word yeah i'm i'm going to um begging because pastor sam's on i'm begging that we make this girl pastor for a reason i'm just being um, frank with this but i said now she left the secular world so she left her abram state she's come to learn the word of god And God wants to send her back as Abraham, a shepherd. No, Abraham, a father. Remember that Abraham wasn't a father, but God saw a father opportunity in him. Are you guys still on with me? I'll I'll round up in five minutes. I'll round up. It's it's too long now. Yeah. God saw that in Pastor Enrique is a father ability. So what did God have to do? Take him out of the world. Yeah. You remember Shepherds 10. Take him out of Egypt. Bring him under a shepherd to learn what it means to be a shepherd. Then, hey, it doesn't mean you're not going to remain under the priest of Midian. Mm. You're going to go back to the world you're running from. So what is God doing? So now Minister Beryl can be sent back into the world. So let me tell you some of her testimonies. She can go to gigs singing secular musics. And all of a sudden, people that are listening to secular music yeah r&b they're asking her randomly are you spiritual yeah people are coming up to her saying oh um, please they want her to help them with their christian life how do you acquaint someone speaking singing secular music as worship (laughs) because it's never been the words it's been the person the spirit Mm. it's been the person r kelly Listen, I've sang, like Pastor Toby has given us example. We have sang the words of R. Kelly, but we have not seen the effect that it has like R. Kelly himself. R. Kelly became a man of lust. So when he sings, he's given off his own spirit. So it's not the words. So why can they be a hope dealers? It's not what they're saying. It's the spirit that they are. Are you guys listening to me? So now we can send a minister Beryl into the world knowing that she can become like a Jew. To win the Jew, she can become like a Jew. But her spirit will draw men to herself. Why? Because God has given her purchase and power. How, why can we not stop giving, guys? The Bible shows us here. Let me tell you what is key about that nation drawing nations. Look at Abraham. Verse 4. As for me, this is my covenant. I'll, I'll wrap up here. This is my covenant with you. 
you will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you now a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you. Let me skip. No, no, let me carry on actually. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. You will give birth to them. You know, I said earlier that in according to the carnal person, families are born carnally. Yeah. Spiritually, families are born by purchasing them. Yeah. You will understand what I mean. Yeah. Verse 7. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. To be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan, where you reside now as a foreigner. Please, why did God take this man into a strange land? Because now God had found the father figure and he has put him in the midst of animals to tame them again. No, you have to be amongst the animals. Remember what I said the animals are. If God was so concerned about animals, we would not be slaying them to eat. No, God now saw that Abraham has been made into a father. Yeah? And he's been placed now amongst wild animals, wild people. Now it's for him as a father to tame them, teach them their law. Carry on. It says verse 8, the whole land of Canaan where now where you now reside as a foreigner, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you. And I will be their God. And then God said to Abraham, as for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you, with you and your descendants after you. The covenant you are to keep. Now, this is our part. The covenant you are to keep, every male among you, every father of a household, every male among you shall be circumcised. You know what circumcision is? Yeah, I'm not going to be... Um, um, huh? I'm not going to be vulgar, but it's the cutting away of a flesh. You can't grow that flesh back. It's gone. As in, you know when God established you as a, as a father, you know what you used to trip up in? When you was Abraham, you can no longer do the same. When God establishes the covenant, how you know that God has established a covenant with you is the day that flesh has been cut off. What does the Bible say? You are to undergo circumcision. I wish the mobilizers are on. You are to undergo circumcision and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and you. Here's the part I want you guys to pay attention to. This is the Bible. Never allow anyone to speak you outside of this Doctrine that we get from Spat Nation. Verse 12. For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight, year, eight days old must be circumcised, including those born in your household. So I've got a son, Levi. Including Levi, yeah? So that's my own blood. But what does the Bible go on to say? Or those born in your household or bought with money mm. for, from a foreigner. No, guys, think about that for a moment. Do you understand? So let me end with this. Do you understand why we give, guys? I'll wait for you guys to talk to me. Do you understand why we give? I'm going to end here two minutes and I'm gone. I'm just going to drop the mic and cut. I'm just going to say, I'm going to drop the mic, do this and cut. Do you understand why we give? You guys are very quiet. People are falling asleep, innit? Yeah. You're dead, but Princess Natalie. Why do we give? Because God from the, the beginning has always intended to focus on one man. Let me take you back to the beginning. Adam was not the only human being, but was the one human being that he decided to focus on. So God is consistent on, so God is concentrating on stagnation. He concentrated on Pastor Toby. Pastor Toby can be a Nigerian by birth, but he can have Jamaicans, yeah. he can have um, um, Colombians, he can have Spanish people like Pastor Enrique, because he's more Spanish than he is Nigerian. He can have different kinds of people. Why? Because God concentrated on him. Now, why do we give? We are able to bring people who God did not establish under this covenant, under this covenant. Yeah. Let me explain myself. Yeah. What do we do when we give? Pastor Toby used to do something to me. When I joined SPAC Nation, after a leaders meeting, mm. he would tell Pastor Daniel to run upstairs 
and bring money. And he will give me and the rest of the brothers money. And I used to think, oh, this guy is such a nice guy. You know, like, oh, I, I didn't have money. Yeah, you understand? No. You purchase, you purchase nations yeah. with money. Yeah. People that were not original, originally of your bloodline, yeah? You are able to bring them under this covenant by paying for them. Yeah. So at the end of the week, when we raise 100K... What we are doing, we are purchasing more nations. Yes, so when the Bible says that nations will stream, will river mm -hmm. to that nation, it was because they sold. Why was Abraham rich? Because he had to purchase people. That's right. yes, sir. Are you guys listening to me? If we're going to have people, if we're going to have souls, it doesn't actually start with street evangelism. No. It starts with giving. Yes. Let me repeat it so that you know that this is not Pastor Obi speaking. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised, including those born in your household or bought with money from a foreigner. So they were not of your own blood. Yeah. So why would I not allow my fight in giving to go down? Because anything that is attacking my fight in giving is demonic yeah. it doesn't want me to draw nations but the prophecy is that in the last days this nation will be higher spack nation will be higher pastor ashley will be higher pastor enrique will be higher debbie will be um, um Dorcas, sorry will be higher pastor obi will be higher we will be higher than all other nations yeah. and we will then have these nations drawing to us coming to learn the law of the lord yeah. i will stop there we cannot stop fighting. I know depths are creeping on, on us. Mm. The enemy is trying to make you focus on other things. Yeah. Yeah. We have never reached targets because we have. We've always not had to reach targets. Yeah. So we cannot allow us not having to stop us reaching targets. If Pastor Toby says 100K, hey, it's for us to look in our camp. Who still has fight? So why do we pray and fast? Mm. Lord, build me. In me, in the strength to keep up this fight. Yes, I love you all. I'm going to switch off now. I need to go. I love you all. Bye now.